Hello and welcome to a special episode of On the Platform with uh, the Game Train. This time, it's me, Carl Smith here, aka the Lyrical, and I'm going to be chatting with Tanil Lynch, who is the XP Esports High School Coordinator. So, um, it was a very, very exciting opportunity to get Tanil here to uh, have a chat. Tanil, how you doing? Very good, thanks, Carl. Thanks for having me today. Uh, of course, I was I was really looking forward to having this chat. It's nice and nice and simple and, and clarifying. And, and what I what I like about this is that it's um, esports for high schools, which I think is I'm a, I'm a bit jealous because you know I'm sure you must hear this a lot, but like, where were you when I was at high school? You know, I hear that literally all the time, and even I think it as well. But you know, I managed to catch like the tail end of high school esports in year twelve. Uh, me and my friends used to like organize some Halo lands and, and oh. uh, Call of Duty lands, but that was like definitely not as involved um, as it is now. No teachers really got involved in that. So, yeah, I, I hear that all the time. Where was this when I was in school? Yeah, of course. And you, you, I guess you didn't have the um, the data to show the teachers back then of like, look at the kind of you know income you could get and look at this like legitimacy of this kind of career and back then it'd be a lot more difficult to kind of sell the concept but no oh, geez yeah that's that's the first thing that came to my mind when I saw like high school coordinator what I was reading gaming magazines on the back of the footy bleachers you know trying to get just trying to be ignored so um but yeah so mostly your role is is teaching uh, the concepts of esports and and running these tournaments as well yeah, yeah, that's um, a good way to put it. So my role is to go out and foster high schools across, uh, well, it started with Queensland, but we're going to be expanding out um, a lot more and basically work with the teachers and um, and in turn the students on how best to incorporate esports into their school or their curriculum. Um, a lot of the time it's just me educating um, some of the older generations about esports. You don't really need to educate these young people. They know all about it. Yes, and yep, yes, um, a big yep. goal is to, is to change uh, or to close that gap between, you know, the, the understanding of video games and esports um, that the parents and teachers have compared to what their students have because, you know, all the young people know about it. And it's something that their parents and teachers really should know about as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a... I mean, I'm finding, especially outside of school, it's just becoming such a more known quantity and, and like just such a viable way to go. With I'm, I'm hearing about parents who just, you know, kind of like old school parents who used to like wake the kids up early and take them to tennis training every single day. And I'm starting to hear about parents who do the same with kids. Like, oh, no, he comes home and he has a healthy meal and then he gets on and, and plays this one particular game. And then we talk about strategies and then, you know, each morning we work on that. And I've, I've heard different yeah. stories about that. And then like people just kind of, pushing it as a sport and encouraging it and saying, how are you doing? How many wins did you get? How, how well did you do? All right, we'll try again tomorrow, get some rest. And it's just like, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, um, gone are the days where the video gamer was uh, the 30-year-old dude in, the, in his mother's basement, right? Like, yeah, that was I know. the perception. These days, it's definitely more of a career path. Uh, you have a lot more support. There's a lot more research and um, opportunities for for people of all ages to get into the industry and it's not just for the players either but we can get into that later yeah and, and a lot more backup with with people like professional you know intelligent people like yourself to represent them to make them not feel so silly with their dreams or their careers or something you know when they go and say tell mom and dad or the teacher when someone like you can back them and they they can have someone on their team you know like behind them just it must feel so much nicer for them uh you're Talking about countering negatives earlier about like, you know, along with teaching the concept of esports as a basic concept, have you encountered anything like that where 
it's been a bit harder to crack or you weren't able to sort of convince a school to back it? Um, most of the time, the only time schools haven't been able to get on board is because, you know, they're quite busy. The teachers don't have the time to implement it yet. But uh, overall, we've had a really great success in terms of getting teachers uh, and even parents to understand actually how implementing esports into curriculum can help the students. We're not saying that, you know, video games are great for kids and everyone should be playing them 24-7. But what we are saying is that, look, 80% of young people in Australia and New Zealand are playing video games. And they're going to continue to play video games. They don't need yeah. that encouragement. What they do need is 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 uh, support, guidance, and some sort of structure in like, hopefully a classroom environment that can help them use that to their potential and also learn how to balance things like their studies, their sleep, their sports, exercise, how to eat well, and then you know also work as uh, a team in, in communication and anger management and discipline and stuff like that too. So video games are honestly here to stay. They're not going anytime soon. So instead of, you know, working against them it's really good to work with them yeah absolutely that sounds so magic like what a beautiful way to use the medium that's already being used and showing them how to take it in in a healthy way and i just yeah yeah incorporate it into their lives in a healthy way so it can become something that builds their um career or builds their passions or just builds their confidence that's a, a really big thing in the schools you know gone are the days where you know a student would sit on the sidelines of swimming and sports carnivals for the whole five years that they're in high school and okay. and now they're actually able to sit there and represent their school and be proud of something that they've achieved um whether or not they go professional you know i used to play soccer in school and it was a big part of my life but i was never planning to go professional but it taught me a lot about camaraderie and and um sportsmanship and communication and stuff too so there's a lot of different positives in that. Absolutely. That, that big thing about parents talking about putting their kids in sports at school, and a huge part of that, and it's, I guess something that they don't see because of the old stereotypes of gaming, but is, is that camaraderie and teamwork and being part of a team and you know people counting on you and you helping. But video games has always been seen as something that's quite lonely to parents because all they see is one child in the room, but they don't know that there's eight of you in that chat and that everyone well, does count on each other. Video games have done that full circle. Back in the 80s, you know, when, when my mother was my age or a bit younger, they had arcade games and it was very social. You go down to the local arcade, you play with your friends, you have some drinks and you hang out. And then, you know, the, the PlayStation and Xbox came out in 1990s, early 2000s. And that's where, you know, everybody's sitting at home, single player games um, and not being very social. But yeah. then, you know, come 2010 or so, things start going online, the internet's getting faster, more and more people have access to it, and you've got a social platform again where people are really hanging out and able to engage from all over the country and the world. Yeah, that's that's actually really beautiful. I love that so much. I love, like, um, I, I love, there's something about, it, it's like going to a sport and being part of a team, but there's also something so beautiful about this, this, uh, this big kind of area here that can help with, actually learning to communicate or learning to overcome simple things like anxiety and whatnot because you can actually be represented as the self that you want to be with you know something as simple as a different avatar or and, and then you can still go and communicate and be part of a team and connect and really do something but you you still have a bit of protection there you're not putting yourself out in the open as your human vulnerable self just yet and then slowly you can i guess learn to figure that out as as you become comfortable with your teams and other teams and then you can go out to more public areas and meet people I, but that's yeah yeah well to to be honest you know this is something that young people have been doing regardless of video games people meet each other on snapchat on instagram 
and they go and meet in real life in person which is a great thing but it can also be you know a bit of a dangerous thing too so a lot of parents don't actually know that this stuff's going on but if they get more engaged and more involved in their child's life and, and they know that they're you know little jimmy here has a friend called george who lives in melbourne and they chat all the time they've been friends for two years and the family's going for a trip to melbourne not during covid but of going course, for a trip to melbourne course. and he wants to meet george at least the parents know that you know they know who george is and they understand that great connection that the young kids have because that's the age that we live in now we meet people online um people date online people become best friends people become work colleagues all online these days um and whilst i don't you know i don't think that should replace physical relationships or physical friendships where you see someone face to face but it's definitely something that has uh made its way into our society it's how it's how we function so actually using high school esports um competitions and workshops and stuff like that um, parents can and teachers as well can teach the kids about you know online security um, cyberbullying, how not to conduct yourself online if you read something in particular online you know what to do um, in that instance so if you're bullied or something like that and you know if, if the student feels like their parents understand their passions or they understand esports they understand that the games they're playing I feel like they are more open to talk to their parents about any issues that they have facing it I talk to a lot of young people, hundreds and hundreds across Queensland. Um, and, you know, half of them say like, oh, my parents don't watch me play. They don't really understand. And I'm like, oh, would you ever talk to them about the games? Nah, they don't care. It's yeah. like, wow, like, hello. Like <laughs> your parents would probably love to know about your passions. But, you know, it, it's either not necessarily the student's fault or the child's fault, but it's also the parent's fault because they don't really show that interest either. It's like this whole aspect of, of their, their child's life that they're missing out on. If your child scores a hat trick in in soccer or scores several goals and stuff like that for in AFL, like you're going to give them a high five, you're going to congratulate them, you're going to show them that you're proud of them. But if they are particularly good at the strategy game, that you know they're one of the top ten or top one percent in Australia, but they can't relate to you that you know it's this whole aspect that you're missing out on. So I think it's a really good way, you know, breaking down that barrier yeah. um, allows you to alleviate trust and then also leverage, you know. Um, more advice and stuff like that so you can get more involved in your young person's life online wow that's so true there's there's so many more layers to what you're doing it's quite um i feel like it's quite important it's not just a bunch of tournaments and having fun this is it goes quite deep and uh yeah i mean the tournaments are just learning tools really for the young people right like you can sit there and have the students sit in front of a whiteboard and online bullying is bad and cybersecurity and safety and you know stranger danger and yeah they're gonna listen but are they actually really going to learn if they're not sitting there doing it and face with those situations? Yeah, I always think yeah, anytime that we ever have like a, a bullying case or something like that, and it's very few actually, but anytime we do, teachers get right on it, parents get right on it, and then the student has an opportunity to learn, yep. you know, why yep. what they said was inappropriate. Whereas, you know, you don't know what they're typing on a Friday night. They're sitting in their room for two, three hours and no one's watching no. what they're doing, right? Or what and they're reading. So. That's so, yeah. And, yeah, and they're uninvolved. And even as simple as like what you were saying about, you know, when a kid scores a hat trick or something and it's a big high five and like, or you watch them at the game and they, they do particularly well, you go home and a mom or dad talks to the other and goes and says, hey, you know, our kid was really good today. I think let's put him into some serious things after school and let's look into this and encourage him. So, or, or you see them at the talent quest singing a song and they're like, wow, that, you know, actually... I didn't realize, but now that we're watching and supporting our, our child, we can see like, she's actually a wonderful singer. Let's put her on something like The Voice or some singing lessons after school and let's encourage that. And uh, learning that th- this is a viable thing, if they could 
see them and be like, wow, you're one of the top 10. Well done. Go you. And hopefully those similar conversations could happen at the dinner table. Like, you know, our kids actually really good at this. Maybe after school, we put them into a little bit of training and try and encourage. And what a, I can't even think how that's a viable thought, but people with your role making that possible is, is really awesome. And like what better time than now? Yeah, exactly. And a lot of those kids that, you know, who are really good at certain games, they're the ones who often champion the esports programs at their school. So they're the ones who they'll reach out to us, they'll ask us questions, and then they'll put it forward to their teachers and get it going. So even for the students in high school who um, they really like playing video games, but they're not necessarily that good. But you know, they want to be on the esports team, they want to be part of a team, they want to grow and learn. You know, those guys, you might have uh, a student that wants to study psychology, for example, at university. These days, there are such things as esports psychologists. They're like wow. sports psychologists, but they go around and travel with, you know, professional gamers because, you know, that's there are a lot of young people who play games. 19, 20 year olds definitely need that sort of mindset check and that training and that support from a psychologist. Um, then you've got team managers and event managers, you've got marketing, you've got cybersecurity. Like, it, there is so much in the esports industry, just like the sports industry. Yeah. that offers more than just the the star role more than just like the players on the field of course it, it's so obvious now when you say it but to think about it on the spot you just think oh esports and the coach or something you know and the the host there but there's there's so much there's potential yeah. yeah that's awesome um, and i did see you had um a, a few uh, tournaments coming up we'll we'll get into those specific details at the end of the interview but one that I, I saw that interested me like is kind of what you're talking about right now you had something about like young farmers playing the farming simulator yeah I, I just this is a bit that's... of a random one because um, yeah? the Eka show which is the Eka Royal show the, the Brisbane show that happens every year yes um, that's obviously very farming oriented and last year we had a really great event. We had a whole bunch of students from the Brisbane area come and play League of Legends on the main stage, um, and it, you know, it was it was a bit of a unique event for for that time because it's the first time they've ever seen esports there. This year it was cancelled obviously because of the pandemic. Yes. But we're yep. still going ahead with something smaller and also related to the Echo. And there is actually a game out there, the Farming Simulator, um, yep. and that's you know by Giant Software and. They have been all over supporting young people to come and represent their school. We're just doing a small tournament, 3v3. There's eight different um, teams and seven different schools coming along to compete for just a little bit of prize money. But most of all, it's, um, it's just to get them involved in doing something different. So it's That's honestly so the game cool. is so it's 3v3 and, you know, one team might have to stack hay bales with tractors faster than the other one. And one guy is going along and, changing the hay into bales and the other guys coming along and picking it up and stacking it and there's someone else doing something else and, and they'll go 3v3 there's a time limit and it's a bit of a race to see who can finish first and also do it properly so yeah Brilliant. that's gonna be kind of fun that sounds like a blast and i've never said that to do with farming simulator before but yeah no I'd i mean usually for me it's just something you know I'll, I'll have a drink on a friday night and hang out with friends and just play some farming simulator listening to music but actually there's an esport and it's quite um, popular in, in Europe, especially. So we're wow. going to be running that one. That's on the 7th and 8th of August. Okay. Um, I will, I want to get right into that as well and talk about how we can, uh, how all of us uh, the, and the listeners can get involved and how we can see it and follow that. But uh, I do want to ask, how long have you been doing this role specifically for schools? Um, so I started 
uh, last year in January of 2019, yep. um, I started working with the University of Queensland who were you know, looking into esports and looking into running something um, in the area for, for high schoolers. And my job basically was to come along and uh, go and recruit schools to play League of Legends in the, the Queensland Championship. Um, and then the, we had about 30 schools and 45 teams um, that was just like our pilot year. And then the winning team goes on to verse the rest of the country as well as New Zealand. Uh, and then wow. we did a few live events with XP Esports. So including the Echo, that was one of our main ones. Okay. Um, okay. And so I've just been working closely with them for the past 18 months or so. And then um, this year, we managed to uh, grow the 30 schools to, I think, about 55 schools or something like that. So because of the whole pandemic, it did slow down. And 85 teams, which was great. And, um, and then I also jumped across to XP Esports because we wanted to launch uh, several esports that were offered solely online and available for students that were missing out on everyday, uh, you know, sport like soccer and swimming and rugby, et cetera. So esports was like the only uh, sport that wasn't shut down in, in schools throughout that, you know, April, May period. Yeah, how interesting. That's a little bit of a flex that you can have there. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Wow. Okay. That's, that's super cool. And now, so I'm just as curious um, as probably a, a lot of our listeners, but where and how do you actually, I mean, now it's a bit different and we'll get into that right after this question, but normally how and where are you holding these tournaments? Are they at school? Are they inside the gymnasium or in a big media room? Or I've, I can't even quite picture it. All, all I know is the giant, you know, sports stadiums of esports, and I can't see high school kids. How it works, yeah. Well, essentially, uh, XP hold a lot of live events. So they'll hold it here in Brisbane at some LAN cafes at the university or at the Echo, for example. Um, But a lot of the high school stuff is actually played remotely from school. So you'll have, you know, Matthew Flinders Anglican College on the Sunshine Coast versus uh, Somerset College on the Gold Coast. And they will sit in their classroom um, at 4.15 p.m. On a, on a Tuesday afternoon or a, or a Monday afternoon. And then at 4.30, they'll jump into their game lobby and then they'll verse each other online. And so that way you've got schools from all over the state um, actually able to compete against each other. You know, maybe there's a school up in, in Roma or Chinchilla or far north Queensland that can verse Brisbane State High School or some other major school right. down here. So it really actually... Um, yeah, that's that's how it, it mainly runs. And then if you have like the grand finals, we generally try and do a live event for that. Yep. Um, and yep. if it's just Brisbane based, that's easy. People can travel to, you know, we had one at University of Queensland last year or, or the Echo or um, any other live event that we choose. But um, generally it's just played from, from school, from online. Um, during the pandemic, we had kids jump on from home and yes. um, they yes. all met up with their friends online and then they still versed the other school. So we're able to keep it going. But uh, yeah, it's been really, really cool. And it also means, you know, for me, I absolutely love sports, but I grew up in the Atherton Tablelands. And so I was, yes. a, I was a pretty good runner yes. and I'd would, I would come first and I'll do really well. And then I'll come to Brisbane and I'll just get smoked because yeah. everybody down here, you know, the competition level is so much higher and the training level is so much higher. Yes. Um, yep. And that's, yep. that's the problem that you have when you're so isolated. So actually with high school esports, they're versing the best from the beginning. Of and it course. forces it to become know more competitive and stuff too so that's man i'm really glad we're having a chat because there's there's so many good points here and that even uh that versing the best straight away helps just carve better athletes you know yeah exactly oh that's that's really cool and you know as far as it's so simple 
but it's the easiest way just doing it from your own classroom and versing the other ones like compared to every single other extracurricular sport where you're driving every weekend and parents supporting like they love supporting the kids but they're all kind of moaning and groaning going i gotta drive to toowoomba this weekend and it's cold and i'm tired and it's raining or so on and so that's really cool that you can do it from your own school where they're comfortable and still most of it is done like that and um yeah that answers that question about the uh, the whole covid situation of it must have been just one of the easiest things to transition into compared to any other sort of extracurricular yeah, activity. Yeah, it was, it was definitely still manageable. Um, there was a lot of adjustments that we had to make, but we definitely made it work. And honestly, I can applaud the teachers for that because a lot of the teachers are the ones championing this project um, in their own classrooms and without them, it wouldn't be possible. So, you know, the students owe the teachers so much and how, how you know, much they're doing. <sighs> That's so cool. Um, are you? I guess you did sort of mention that a little bit earlier, but are you looking at making this um, nationwide? Yeah, yeah, we've um, we have a bit of interest at the moment. It's just Queensland based, but yes. we have a bit of interest from other states. I've had some schools from WA reach out, New South Wales and Victoria as well. So we will be expanding the the tournament as we go. We're just starting small, getting it right, um, building interest locally, and then as we expand, we'll get some more uh, states and schools coming in as well wonderful and um lastly do you have any i guess um contacts or um i I don't quite know how to put it but like a situation with the actual uh australia representative esports teams and things like that of like where these students might be heading or some mentorship or anything like that yeah so at the moment we work a little bit with the chiefs so the chiefs is an esport or esport organization they've got you know league of legends and call of duty and a couple other ones as well um, Wildcards, um, uh, who do Rainbow Six. Yep. Uh, we also work a little bit with them. And then there's a, um, the Canberra Havocs, who do Rocket League. So as we're going, we're developing these bridges um, between high school and professional. Uh, and we also work with, you know, University of Queensland, QUT, and a few other universities too, because there is a university league, believe it or not. Oh, and some cool. universities out there give out scholarships to players to come and represent them in the league. So especially oh. in America. America and in Europe is kind of where this uh, industry is booming. America has the numbers. Europe has the bad weather. So yes, you know, of that's, course. <laughs> that's why it booms. But, you know, we do battle with the big outdoors here. Yep, However, you know, Australians are very much into their sport and yeah. they are very competitive and uh, supportive of each other too. So it will grow. It's not going to be as big as America, but I think it'll still be, you know, very big for Australian standards magic well Tanil, i think what you're doing is legitimately a beautiful thing and i thank you for it and i hope there's a lot more people like you that come up and help us grow in this industry for the young ones um yeah yeah uh, my uh, my overall goal is let's get as many uh high schools and even primary schools involved in um esports at a young uh, over the next few years that's brilliant uh, so can you please tell us where we can uh see some of these upcoming events yeah, for sure. Um, if you want to check out the website, head to xpesports.gg and you'll see a high school league tab on there. Um, and also, if you go to the bottom of that homepage, you'll see a bit of information about the Young Farmers Cup, uh, which is on the 7th and 8th of August. Nice. Uh, nice. If you want to watch it live, you can head to twitch.tv. That's a website that broadcasts a whole bunch of people playing games live. And our tag is xphsl. So twitch.tv forward slash xphsl for high school league. And that will be every Monday afternoon about 4.20 p.m. You'll see Rocket League. And Thursday afternoons at about 4.20 p.m. again, you'll see um, Rainbow Six Siege. 
and then on the 7th and 8th of august on friday afternoon at about 3 30 p.m and then saturday at 1 p.m you'll see some of the farming simulator stuff happening awesome okay so plenty to check out uh, all right well that takes us close to the uh, very end of this interview this special uh, episode of on the platform for game train podcast thank you so much for hanging out before you leave us we do have our two little segments that we want to jump into jump into and just uh, chuck at you real quick could you give us your um your current lame train um the lame train i mean everything to do with high school esports so far has actually gone quite well i think the Probably the things that I would change is trying to get a little bit more government hype, government involvement with yeah, um, nice. high school esports. They are jumping on board. It's just, you know, it's slowly happening. Um, it'd be nice to have them faster. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think, honestly, that's about it because I've not really had any negative experiences so far with this whole trip. Well, and, that's... oh, Australian internet. Let's oh, go. Let's... yeah. <laughs> Better internet, please. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. There are so many regional schools out there that want to get involved, but they're still on satellite internet that oh, you know on a cloudy yucky <laughs> yeah oh well yeah. that's a that's a good lame train that is actually we have that ourselves quite often in the episodes um yeah <laughs> and then of course that brings us to the hype train hype train um i'm just really excited to see esports grow um in the grassroots industry so with with young people i'm really excited to see every school having some sort of um, esports curriculum or some sort of class in uh, whether it's extra activities or um, in the actual learning curriculum. And I'm excited to see how, um, you know, we can get some pathways going for young people who are interested in the esports industry, not just for, you know, the pro gamers or the kids who are, who are avid, um, prof- you know, wanted to be professionals, but for the ones that are just interested in general in the industry and want to go on to do graphic design or game design, yeah. but in esports. So, you know, I'm just excited to see how it's going to grow. Oh, man, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, listeners, that was Tennille Lynch, XP Esports High School Coordinator. Uh, Tennille, thank you so much for hanging out today and uh, taking the time to chat to me. Thanks for having me, Carl. Brilliant. For anyone else uh, having a listen, thank you very much. You can find us on GameTrain.com. Um, jump on the Twitter at GameTrain Talk. My name is Carl Smith, and this has been GameTrain. Train. <laughs>